Hello, Willie. Say sausages. Come on. Rolls. No. Sausages. Rolls. Sausages. Rolls. Sausage. Thick, meaty sausages are pronounced walls. You wouldn't say sausages. Walls. Now you're talking sausages. <laughs> Hello and welcome to 60MW Podcast. I'm Chris and I'm joined by my lycanthropic friend, it's Mr. Adam Barry. Hello! Hello, my little Labrador man. How are you? I'm very well. Sit. (laughs) Heel. Roll over. Lipstick. Gonna tickle my tummy? Only a lipstick. Oh. Um... Yes, welcome to a Spotlight Reflection movie show. It seems like it's been a while since we've recorded one of these. I think the last one we did, which it'll be released by the time this gets released, but uh, it makes no sense to be saying it, but still, is... um, Oh, God, what was it fucking called? Ghostwatch. Ghostwatch, thank you. Yes, Um, we did Ghostwatch, which was good. Good fun to revisit that. I think because we both hadn't seen it for 30 years, had we? So <laughs> It'd been a while. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that, that raised the hairs on the back of our neck a little bit. So but that was good fun. I enjoyed that one. Um, prior to that, you decided we should talk about Home and Away, the pilot episode. Oh, yes, yes. That's out there in the wild, which is... That, uh, mm. that was good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then prior to that was my choice, which was Commando with Arnie. Which was good, but it's no Home and Away. No. <laughs> well, I think the anything's going to match up or live up to it, home and away, is it? Um, before that, we got Starship Troopers uh, and then Critters, The Stuff. God, do you remember The Stuff? Oh, yeah. Was that, that, was that this year? Yeah. Well, it was released this year. and We may have recorded it last year. I yeah. genuinely can't remember. Robocop. I know... Was that this year? Was that last What's year? What's that? Robocop. Oh, God, no. That was last year. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the ones that we've done this year, I'll just do a little recap for people. So, uh, or released this year, I should say. Uh, Any Which Way You Can. Oh, bloody um, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then prior to that, Every Which Way But Loose. And then um, our first show of the year, which was definitely recorded last year, um, was Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, yes. Crikey. So, I know. Yeah, so how many have we done this for? Two, four, six, eight... Nine. This will be our tenth show. That is bad, considering it's been a little while since we've done one of these. I know. Well, we're into the summer, aren't we? And I think that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? It's just a case of, um, you know, we're doing stuff and it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not too bad at the moment as of recording, but um, it has been very warm. And, and sitting recording a podcast, it's not fun, is no. it, when you're sweating your balls off? So it's like we're sort of podcast kind of seasonally nocturnal. So when it's dark and cold, we record more shows. We spunk them out all over the place then. It gets a bit hot and we go out and play with beach balls. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Um, So anyway, Mm. I just thought I'd give uh, the listeners a little bit of uh, sort of uh, 
feedback, review, whatever you want to call it, a uh, reminder of, of our shows that we've done this year, which if you haven't listened to them yet, then go and check them out. Yes, I know that some on. people will yeah. perhaps skip films. They shouldn't that, skip that. any because they're all, they're all good in their own way. So if you haven't listened to them, fuck off and go and listen to them before you listen to this. <laughs> they, are, they are all good. And to be fair, and I would generally always mention him, so hello, Alan. Um, you know, did you ever used to listen to Mark Kermode and um, Simon Mayo? Yes. So they'd always have that in-joke, didn't they? Hello to Jason Isaacs. Um, so I think I'm going to reclaim that, but uh, say hello to Alan. Um, and, and hopefully wherever he is, if he's mowing the lawn or if he's driving or if he's doing something, he'll stop and say hello back yeah. to us. He'll be mowing the lawn, wearing denim, wrangling a cow. Um, yeah, what do Americans do? Chew tobacco. Uh, yes. B- uh, be simple. Um it- <laughs> <laughs> Eating a hamburger. Yeah, go go and yeah. hand catch a catfish. Um, you know, bum your relative. I don't know whatever it is. You, the <laughs> uh, he probably won't say it though if we carry on. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I know that he even he listened to the Home and Away episode. He'd never heard of Home and Away. <laughs> that he didn't know that what must it was. have been very confusing. <laughs> probably was. But um, anyway, mm. um, so. Um, this is back to your pick. Yes. And you decided to go to a film from 2002, which... It's only yesterday. It's uh, crazy. How, how old would you have been in 2002? 2002, 20... Uh, 20 th- 22. 22 or 23? 22, 20, okay. I think. Yeah. I'd have been 26 when this was released. Um, I mean, sounds like it's only yesterday, but unfortunately it isn't. No. Well, I, I was 47 on Monday. <laughs> Fuck me, you're almost 50. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm thinking, oh, God, Jesus. Um, that is kind of crazy, isn't it? Did, so, you, um, uh, did you measure the drop of your ball sack? Is that, is that starting to get lower? I, st- I still feel all right, to be fair. People have said to me, though, it's when you get to 50, that's when the real trouble starts. You say it feels all right, but these things can sneak up on you. If I were you, I'd start every month, just measure, measure the drop of your nut bag. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, you do shrink as well when you get, apparently you get older. So uh, I have noticed a few involuntary, like, grunts and groans when I'm starting to get up off, out of the chair, um, you know, because of the, 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 the old aches and pains coming in. But um, I think I'm all right at the yeah. minute. So. You're not bad for 47. If I was a woman, I, w- I wouldn't vomit on you. No. And I wouldn't go anywhere <laughs> near you, but I wouldn't vomit on you. <laughs> Um, so, yes, the film that we are talking about, directed by Neil Marshall, I suppose the film that really catapulted him into the limelight, um, is Dog Soldiers. Um, why did you pick Dog Soldiers? Um, I, I don't know. I just It just popped into my head one day. Oh, no, no, tell a lie. Tell a, well, no, it did pop into my head, but only because, for whatever reason, it... it um, I think it popped up on an Amazon list or something. Uh, like because you've searched for this, why not buy this? And mm. Dog Soldiers was there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Dog Soldiers, I saw that." And I haven't seen mm. it since. So, so what are your memories then of Dog Soldiers? Where, when did you first see it? Uh, <laughs> I would have been at uni at the time, and I lived in a house, and we all got along, which was quite weird. And we had just had occasional cinema trips. Um, this was one of them. Uh, I think the first one we saw was Gladiator. I think we did a double bill of The Emperor's New Groove and 
Br- Hannibal. Um, the, may have hang seen... on. The, the Emperor's New Groove, the Disney film. Yes, followed and by Hannibal. Ha- <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was a, yeah, why not? Why a random co- combination? Yeah. And I think we went and saw stuff like Road Trip and American Pie when it, you know, everything was American comedies. But I think I read about Dog Soldiers in total film and it was reviewing okay. And I think, I, I think I, I, A, I like horror. Um, B, because it was British, and I thought, oh, I don't recall seeing a British horror film for quite a while. And um, I don't know, was there a, was there a, you know, could we go through this little phase, it seems like every decade or so, there's a few British films come out that are quite popular. Because hmm. in the 90s, you had like four weddings and a funeral, and then every year it was, this year's British romantic comedy film is, you know, three men in a box or whatever. Mm. And uh, I was wondering if this is going to start some sort of um, English horror revolution. Because at the time, I, oh God, I'm trying to think what horror films were around from America at the time, and I can't think of anything good. Well, there was a, there was that sort of phase of, I think it was a, a slightly after, but they, they went through that torture porn phase, didn't they? Yes. Um, what was that one that came out? And um, it was basically the they got uh they tortured people for money what the fuck was that called now not, uh, uh eli host, eli hostel. Roth. hostel that was yeah, it yeah was so that was a load of bollocks yeah so that was 2005 but mm. then i think there was a load of those uh ones that um the creep jeepers creepers yeah stuff like um, that i mean it was all oh God, what was the other one that eli roth uh, did cabin eli roth fever. cabin fever because he was kind of like the you know the next big thing and tarantino said that he liked him so of course that gave him some you know clout yeah. um but I, I i jeepers creepers i don't mind i think that's a decent movie but then mm. um <laughs> yeah the um the hostel films i thought were shite and that was that was eli roth who directed that as well um but yeah and then um cabin fever did in 2002 so they, they were the same year as this when this came out so yeah, just lots of yeah just just films that were just schlock and gore but like rubbish gore and full of teenagers, and I think this appealed to me because it wasn't full of fucking teenagers, even though, all right, I weren't far from a teenager at the time. This, I don't know, when I saw the trailer, it was like, oh, British accents and stuff in a film. That could be quite amusing. Mm. Oh, here we go. They've just, uh, so a list of horror films from 2002, just to, so, uh, God, there's quite a few of them, actually, but I'll run through some of the highlights. So 28 Days Later. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a good, uh, good movie. That could be why, you know, if you had this and twenty eight days later, then you know you had that bit of a bit of a tail on on the end of that, I suppose, because that was clearly the bigger film out of the two. Yeah, um, there was a Blade Two. That's decent as well. Mm. Um, uh, Bubba Hotep. Oh, no, horror! Are we see. I wouldn't class Blade Two or Bubba Hotep as horror. Well, I just typed in horror films from two thousand and two, and that's what Wikipedia's throwing back at me. That's so because going... people are so fucking soft these days that they consider <laughs> Bubba Hotep a horror film. So, um, yeah, that's not a horror film. It's, um, but still, anyway, um, what else have we got then? Because the, the the other thing as well was the, uh, the the Japanese horror movies like Ringu and yeah. uh, Dark Water were quite popular at the time. I um, know it's I know it is Ringu, but I've always called it Ring because Ringu Ring. sounds too much like Pingu. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Um, the Eye uh, that yeah. was yeah, the, yeah. Uh, another one that was. Um, Americanized, yeah, shall we yeah. say? Had stuff like Dark Water as well, and um, weird films like uh, Audition. Oh, I like Audition. That's yeah. a good film. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah um, 
here's a good one I haven't seen for a long time. It's quite funny, but I have fond memories of it. It was Eight Legged Freaks. Do you remember that one? That was from 2002 as well. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it was all. Mm, yeah. I, I, reality is it's shit, but it's fun. Yeah, at fun least it didn't take itself seriously. But, yeah. um, but I think that was the thing. I like horror. I, you know, I think I wanted horror films to actually take themselves seriously a bit more. Yeah, um, and then uh, Ghost Ship again. So it's and these are the, like the schlocky, crappy ones. Um, I'm just having a quick look. So here we go. The Grudge or Due On as the, as it was. Yep. That was the uh, Japanese version that came out in 2002 as well. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking. Yeah, is it? Oh God, Resident Evil. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, the remake of The Ring. Funnily enough, uh, mm. the American version. Um, no. So. Um, but uh, yeah, that was about it. Yeah, mm. that, those are sort of like the the main ones. So, I mean, I suppose Dog Soldiers does stand out in that list because, well, it's probably a bit better than a lot of the ones we've just <laughs> it's also mentioned. Lycanthropes, you know, not exactly uh, not exactly monsters of the day back then either, were they? Particularly, mm. zombies and ghosty things. Yeah, generally. which. Um, Coming on to it, it's a nice little segue. So what are your favourite werewolfy style movies? Do you know what? I ain't seen that many. The only ones I can think of are the obvious... Uh, I was going to say Big Wolf in Little China. That's clearly not the film that I'm doing. <laughs> They should make that. <laughs> yeah, American Werewolf in London, obviously. Um, fucking hell, what other one, uh, what's that one about periods? Um, Ginger uh, Snaps. Ginger Snaps. I've not seen that. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, what else is there? Oh, we got stuff like the Howling films. Yeah, uh, I've I've seen the first one many, 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 many years ago, yeah. but I haven't seen it since. I can't remember enough to have an opinion on it. Um, Teen Wolf. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was I was gone because my brain was in horror mode, and uh, obviously Teen Wolf is not a horror. No. <laughs> have you seen the Underworld films? Uh, no, I seen bit of one, and it that was just everything I didn't want out of a horror-y typey film. Yeah, they're horror shits. action, not for me. I don't think. Y- yeah, sort of like that. Um, they're not great. Um, I, well, actually, funnily enough, because I met my wife in two thousand and four. Obviously, she wasn't my wife then. Um, that would have been a bit strange. Yeah. But um, no, the, one of the first films that we went to watch was Van Helsing, which came out in two thousand and four mm. um, with um, Hugh Jackman. Yes. And Kate Beckinsale, obviously, yeah. who's in the Underworld films. Um, so, yeah, that's... And we've rewatched that. It's not great. No, it's, it's, you're, you're completely right. It's not a great film. I think um, my wife liked it because of um, the guy who played Dracula. I think it's Richard Roxborough. I think I think that's his name anyway. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a funny one, isn't it? Because I, I thought there's more... There's tons of them. But they're all, a lot of them are quite obscure that I've never heard of. I mean, yeah. there's obviously, like you said, there's the big ones. It, weirdly enough, right, so I've gone onto IMDb and there's a, a, a topic, werewolf movies, right? So I thought I'll just, I'll rate, put them and sort them in terms of their rating, their IMDb rating. Ooh, go on then. So you would have thought that an American werewolf in London would have been the top one. Yeah, if I'm honest, uh, yes. But it's not, there's actually a film called Werewolf. Which is thirty minutes long, apparently. That's um, not a film. That's 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 an episode of Neighbours. Well, I don't know what it is, but it's called just called Werewolf. It's like thirty minutes. I don't know if it's a TV series that mm. had episodes of. 
I genuinely don't know. And then after that, there's one, um, actually a TV show I used to watch when I was young. Uh, it came out before I was born, but it was one that they must have rerun went at late at night called Kolchak, the Night Stalker. I've never and was, heard of that. Yeah, there was an episode called The Werewolf. So, But anyway, so I suppose technically, because that was a TV show, then the, An American Werewolf in London is the number one because those aren't films, like yeah. you said. Well, I, um, I, you know, I suppose you, Werewolf could be a film, but when was it? did it say when it was made? Uh, between 1987 and 1988 so oh. um it looks like yeah it was a tv series huh oh. that oh created by frank lupo who uh did a lot of the you know th- things like from popular in the 80s like the a team and um really? yeah oh, there you go there you go that's my thing learnt today so I didn't know that either. But uh, we did Magnum, created, he created loads of stuff. Um, I don't know if you did Battlestar Galactica as well, but we did as well. There you go. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so in terms of TV, uh, sorry, uh, movie, then like, yeah, American Werewolf in London, that's, mm-hmm. it's, I saw that, because uh, that came out in 1981 at a very young age. And thinking about it, it's not... <laughs> not something that some, a kid should really watch is it um it's a very strange bizarre film from memory obviously it's got all the werewolf stuff which is good but then it's got the weird stuff where he's dreaming and then nazi werewolves t- attack his house and machine gun his family to death yeah and then cut his throat moments that are very very strange i i don't think i saw it until i was well into I think the first time I actually saw it might have been when I bought it on DVD, DVD. because Hmm. I think it was one of the DVDs that came out when not many films came out on DVD. So I think I bought it then, like two disc special edition, Mm. animated menus, all the usual stuff. Um, I think that was the first time I saw it, because I I can't ever remember it being on telly. Hmm. And even then, if it was on ITV, it would have been very, very different as a film. Yes, definitely. Um, but there you go. So, um, as I mentioned already, directed by... Oh, from my point of view, when I saw it, it was probably on DVD. Um, I left, definitely didn't see it at the cinema. So, I've only ever seen it once. And this would be the second time that I've watched it, which was uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah. Um, but directed by Neil Marshall, who... He made a couple of short films, according to IMDb. And then Dog Soldiers in 2002 was his sort of breakout movie if you like yeah uh, which isn't a bad film to, no, to have, no. have um, as your first film i suppose shows off um you know what he's all about and then in 2005 he did, directed the descent which have you seen that i think i have i think i have it's about the sort of spelunkers the women who go you I know think, yeah, cave yeah, I've diving or whatever i might have been quite drunk at the time Ah, okay. So yeah, I—that's quite a scary film, actually. It's quite because it, it feels claustroph- claustrophobic because yeah. of the you know where it's made and where it's set or whatever. Um, and then he did a film in two thousand eight called Doomsday, which I really like. Which um, is a bit of a—it's a bit like Escape from New York mixed with Mad Max. Um, It's—I saw that at the cinema and I really enjoyed it. I thought it's. Um, it's a bit different, uh, you I've know. Never, n- I've never heard of it. If I'm honest, I'm doing well here. I've not heard it's of good. Things. Yeah. Uh, and then he did another one in 2010, which again is a bit of a change of pace, called Centurion, which uh, is uh, obviously about Romans and Hadrian's Wall and, you know, um, 
whatever. Again, I saw that at the cinema, which was okay, I think. There was a spate of sort of like the, these Romany style films, mm. I think. Yeah. Around that time. Um, and then, weirdly, he's done loads of TV work. And so for nearly 10 years, he didn't make a film until 2019 when he directed the sort of reboot of Hellboy, which I've not seen. But mm, I've, I've, no, no. No, because uh, Guillermo del Toro did, uh, did the, the first, first version, yeah. which um, I didn't mind. I quite enjoyed the first one, not the second one so much. Uh, I, I don't know why, I just didn't, didn't click with me. But, but I have not seen this, but it got absolutely panned, and I think it did really badly. Um, got David Arbour as uh, Hellboy. Yeah, it's just it, an ill, a not required, ill-thought-out reboot, essentially, because yeah. everyone always associates it with del Toro. So try yeah. and come in and make a film that he's already put his you know, massive stamp on, um, which was still pretty much, you know, in people's minds. Then, yeah, it was, ne- ne- it was never, never onto a, anything other than a hiding, I don't think, anyway. Yeah, and Ron, Ron Perlman as um, yeah, Hellboy as exactly. well. He's, he's cool. Um, but no, so he's, he's directed TV stuff. He did um, a couple of episodes are from Game of Thrones, Um and then he's doing some stuff. Uh, uh, Constantine, the TV version, uh, an episode of Hannibal, uh, going back to Hannibal, Westworld. He's done an episode of that, and a couple of episodes of Lost in Space, the reboot from that. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, he's just. I suppose he's been just keeping himself busy with TV yeah. work, which I suppose you know pays the bills. I mean, these are big budget things like Game of Thrones. You know, it's a, a big budget, and and one of the episodes that he did, uh, or the so he did the Watcher on the Wall, and then Blackwater. I think the Watchers on the Wall was the one where the um, it, there was basically the big attack on the wall, and it was like one of their more spectacular sort of episodes. Uh, but it's st- still from still from the weaker end series of Game of Thrones, then. So, but yeah, so that's it. Really. I mean, like I said, it uh, definitely a talented director who's, who's got obviously got a keen interest in horror yeah I but think he just needs the right the right thing to do doesn't he i mean obviously done telly for a, lot, a long time got given the chance to help but i can see you wouldn't turn it down to be honest mm. but it got panned so maybe he's now stuck in tv land for a little while again sort of building up a bit more of a repertoire and then maybe mm. we'll get another another go possibly maybe well he's got a new film due out there called you go. The... i knew i knew that's exactly what would happen you see that <laughs> He's got a new film uh, due out called The Lair. The Lair. The, 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 uh, the, the, the Lair. The, um, the Lair. The Lair. Uh, which, it, the synopsis for that is, when Royal Air Force pilot Lieutenant Kate Sinclair is shot down over Afghanistan, she finds refuge in an abandoned underground bunker where deadly man-made biological weapons, half human, half alien, are awakened. So, <laughs> that sounds like that could swing either way. It definitely does, yeah. So, um, but we will see. Anyway, so um, in terms of the cast for Dog Soldiers, uh, well, I think pretty much all British cast, um, you've got Sean Pertwee as Wells, the sergeant. Is he a sergeant? Yes, they call call him Sarge, so I'm assuming. Sarge, yeah. Um, Kevin McKidd, who plays Cooper, who I think I've only ever seen him in train spotting. I I I would be exactly the same as you, yeah. Um, and then Liam Cunningham, who I wouldn't have recognised at the time, but he's been in Game of Thrones and lots of other things yeah, I, since. I, I know he's been in lots of stuff, but I couldn't name a single thing that I that I can think of off the top of my head, but I've definitely seen him in other things. Yeah, so uh, he's... Uh, he's Oh, look at... Oh, gosh, the, he's been in the reboot of Mas, um, Masters of the Universe, the... Um, 
This Kevin Smith one. He, oh, he plays not, not, Man at Arms. Not the Dolph Lundgren one. No. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, but yeah, I think other than that, those are really the, the main actors that I recognise from this, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, so uh, it currently sits at a 6.8 out of 10 hmm. um, on IMDb with 60,000 ratings. So that's not bad, is no, it? No, no. No, got, you got, I'm doing that thing that modern people do where anything under an 8 means it's terrible. It's bad, yeah. yeah. Um, now, weirdly, I don't know why, but it's got no Metacritic. Yeah, that that surprised me. I uh, can't quite get my head around why, because it's a modern film. Um, I mean, Christ, I think even the stuff had a fucking Metacritic. <laughs> it did. <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, but uh, Dog Soldiers, for people who are fans of the the, sh- uh, the film, be pleased to know that it's actually getting a 4K limited edition box set release on the 22nd of August. So, um, and there you go. So I'm sure people will enjoy that. I actually bought this from Amazon because I couldn't find it anywhere yeah, that, else. That's what I ended up doing. Um, well, I think I actually bought the digital version of it because, yeah. you know. No, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I got that because, um, yeah, because it, I think it's cheaper, to be fair. Yeah, so there we go. So oh, we've boosted the sales of dog soldiers. We have. Look at us. Um, now, mm. there's, there is a trailer, but... It's not a great trailer for a podcast. No. Because it's only a minute and 10 seconds or something like that in terms of its length. But you don't really have any dialogue. It's just, it asks questions. You know, you're a group of soldiers. Was, was that a trailer? for? Because it, it said, two, was that a trailer from 2002? It doesn't feel like it. It, well, it says I'm, it was, yeah. yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure there's a proper trailer somewhere because... That felt like one of those old territorial army um, adverts on television. Yeah, it was what would very you strange. Do if you were blah blah blah, and would you do this? And but then it's like, you know, which one of these people would die or whatever, or who would be best? I can't. Remember. Oh no, who would? Who would? What did it say? Who would? Who would? Who would survive? There you who, go. who? Or who would um, go crazy first, or yeah. something like that? Look, did you say the woman? Yeah. You muppet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there you go. Have you got a synopsis for the film? Well, I've got a line. <laughs> it's very short. Yes. <sighs> right. The synopsis for Dog Soldiers is thus. A routine military exercise turns into a nightmare in the Scotland wilderness. Should that be the Scottish wilderness? Mm. Uh, well, one line and I didn't even get that right. Okay, no. Now. Scotland <laughs> wilderness. Scottish. Um, it's an hour and 45 minutes long um, so just over I suppose our, our one and a half hour 90 minutes sweet spot yeah. but under two hours I think any more than two hours you'd have been pushing it really yeah. well considering though like you associate 90 minutes with the 80s so this is 2002 22 years later and it's only added 15 minutes onto it that's not too bad yeah it, so there's not really any fat on the on it really I suppose is there um, no, it's, but, it's, but, it's quite a raw bone We'll get into that. But anyway, if there is a decent trailer I can find, I will stick it in at some point. I heard a cracking story about this place. A young couple were hiking through these woods. During the night, something happened. Oh, God. Help me. Captain, what happened? 
happen here? Get in! There's one phone that can take your men there. No more running. We stand, we fight. You could just do five minutes of dogs barking with 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 the occasional military shout in there as well. I could do. I could do. Um are you a dog you're a cat person, aren't you? You've got cats. Well no, I'm a human. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um No, I like I like cats and dogs, but dogs take more looking after. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I'd like I like the idea of a dog, but I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, a dog would be something I'd have if I was retired. I think because yes. you spend more time walking and whatnot. You can't walk a cat. Cats look after themselves. I still quite like the fact that cats are way more fuck you than dogs. Dogs, mm. dogs are needy and, and desperate for attention. You've got to walk. And I'll be honest, I don't want to pick up shit. Well, that's fair enough. That's the thing. And I don't get why people pick up shit now. Because no one gave a fuck about me when I was a kid about dogs pooing everywhere. <laughs> Stuck my hand in a giant dog shit before. That was how you got fit as a kid because you'd go for like a one mile bike ride, but it actually turns out it's five miles because you've got to slalom through all the turds. Yeah, I, uh, that is very true. Uh, there's, there wasn't such a thing as people picking up after their dog when I was a kid. Kids growing up these days are never going to know what a, what a white dog shit is. No, true. Although you do see a surprising amount of dog shit on the pavement still. Um, no, you do get some people doing it. But not as much that. as it was. No, what you also get, if you go out for a walk, is people who just hang their fucking shit bags on trees or fences or whatever. <laughs> like like the world's worst Christmas trees. Oh, look at those lovely baubles yeah. of fucking feces. I know what you mean, yeah. Bastards. Or they'll just dump it by the bin instead of in the bin. I don't quite no, yeah, understand no, that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, is that the worst thing you see hanging on a fence? You ever see, have you ever seen, have you ever walked past a farm and um, there's like a crucified mole on the fence? <laughs> no, I've never <laughs> seen some. <laughs> I don't know why. Because like, I've only ever seen two moles. And one of those I ran over, <laughs> in, I ran over on my bike and the other one <laughs> was sort of in a Jesus pose on a farmer's crop, or like on a farmer's fence. Like he'd Do you caught... remember when you... You sent that, that, that picture of that fucking seal head on the pitch. Oh, the seal's face. <laughs> that was fucking horrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. uh, Do you want to tell people what we're talking about? Basically, I, I, yeah, we, we were out on the on the beach one day. I can't remember where, where we were exactly, and uh, and um, I never thought I'd I'd stop. And then just exclaim into the public in general, ooh, look, there's a seal's face. And on the floor, it was like, it was literally like someone had peeled the face off a seal and just left a bit of its bottom jawbone in. If, if it was a bit fresher, you could have picked it up and used it as a mask, like a Halloween mask, but it was a genuine seal face. And it yeah. was disturbing and weird. It was very creepy. Mm. Um, no, just going back to, I suppose, the dog shit thing. I mm. remember as a kid getting a stick and forget there was a, a dog turd on the ground and flicking it at a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> was annoying me. Was she, now, was she annoying you or did you actually like her? Uh, I know. Her dad came round to our house and told me off. Or at least my mum got an ear bashing from him. But then we kind of laughed about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, dear. I'll never flick dog shit at anyone. I don't think. <laughs> I'm now trying to think of the fun I had with dog poo as a child. And I can't remember. There's definitely something in the memory somewhere, but I can't quite fish it out yet. Other than it's sticking a- my hand in one. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's not good for kids, obviously, if they go to pick it up, and I suppose it's more so for babies. But, God, any, you know, oh, what kid's going to pick up shit and eat it or put it by? <laughs> no. <laughs> like... you, you like to think not. Because, yeah. I mean, I used to gag just, you know, when you step in it and you have to clean your fucking trainers. <laughs> yeah. And it's always when you've got whatever trainers they've got, I've got the deepest tread in the world. Yeah. And so you try and scrape it off on the grass and then to sit there and find a small twig to poke it out of all the nooks and then mm. you, you think oh it's almost gone that's only mud or you think or you, when you think it's mud because you've also been like walking somewhere muddy you put the stick and you flick it out and then you realize the like once you go past the mud it's a different color underneath like some sort of weird like toffee chocolate mousse and you flick it out of your shoes and then the whiff hits you and you start going it's the it's it's, it's the stench isn't it i think oh, it's just it's foul. the it's, it's not good. So why oh, why I want why I want as a choice to be sat behind a squatting dog, picking and it's going to be warm, warm, fucking shit. I don't want to pick up warm poo. Hmm. And the dog, no. the poor dog's face when they're shitting as well. They always look so, <laughs> uh, so guilty. <laughs> Oh God! Well, funnily enough, because I, we've been talking about this for a little while now, because I grew up with dogs, um, so I've had dogs all my life, and and it's only I spoke well, like when I met Kay, she got an Alsatian, the biggest fucking dog I'd ever seen, um, and it hated me, but until I got, you know, we got to know each until other, and you then killed it. And then, <laughs> um, but see, when her dog died, I think that kind of because she basically cried for like a week yeah uh, it really upset her so um you know there's never really been any kind of talk or consideration for having a dog and plus as well you know it's not really fair to have a dog when you're not there uh, to, to like look after it so much like you said but um we've been talking about it and i think maybe because we've been at home for the last three years or so and you know it's a bit more conceivable now perhaps but um, we haven't had a pet for a little while, but we got a hamster the other week because my daughter wanted one. So God, we've actually got a... That's so dull. <laughs> I had a hamster and it was... I love my hamster. I, He's lovely. I liked it, but in reality, it's, it's not worth putting any effort into them, really, because it'll be dead in two years. So we so we had rabbits before this, and that yeah. was, again, that was something that Kay wanted. And I thought, I mean, you know, I, I love animals, but like... I've said before, with cats and dogs, they've got personality, you know, uh, whether they like you or not, <laughs> they've got some personality. But with rabbits, they're like, they just, I, I've got nothing from them. No. There's no, there's no emotional feedback from them at all. There's no. just nothing. You don't know whether they like you or not because they just, <laughs> you know, they're just there, aren't they? And they just eat stuff eat and stuff. Br- shag each noses, other. Yeah, fuck each other's faces. Yeah, <laughs> where it, but so it's weird because we've had this hamster for about three weeks now, and I think I like it more than the kids do. Uh, like, because I'm always get it out, get it out in his little ball, and you know, pop in its tube and pop it up my ass. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably why I quite like it more than the kids. But um, no, it's it's just it's a nice to have a little, a, you know, a little creature in the house or something else that's living. Yeah, you know, just to. 
Is it a man? Is it a man hamster or a girl hamster? It is. It's called Gumdrop, but it's a boy fucking Gumdrop. Well, at least at least you've leveled the playing field somewhat. Then true. Anyway, we're not here to talk about pets. Um, but anyway, how many pages of notes have you written about dog soldiers? Well, I've been awfully, awfully good with this one, and uh, seven and a half, according to the writing at the top of my notes, seven and a half pages. Wow. And are they A4? A4, yes. So I've done seven and a half, but they're not A4. They are, it's it's like an, it's not an A5 stop size book. It's not a notepad. It's sort of, it's about half. Well, that would be bigger A5 than, then, wouldn't it? No, no, it's a bit bigger than, than that, I should say. But it's it's one of those where the actual lines are really quite tightly packed together. So it's possibly, I've probably done about six A4 pages. Yeah, so. right, I have regular spacing. <laughs> we never discussed it. Actually, yeah, we've never really discussed the line spacing. We've discussed how we write and how many yes. things, but we've never really discussed the line spacing of our, of our preferred paper choice. Yeah, I, it's a funny one because actually I started writing... This will annoy you, perhaps, but... Um, Don't you dare say you wrote over two, two lines. I, I actually wrote over a line. Like, so the line, it was... The, 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 the What I wrote down was had a line through it, which, even looking at it now, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. God, that's... Are you retarded? That's... <laughs> That's that's the sort of thing you'd get well, when, I, when, when I was at school, you know, back in the days of belts and chalk and whatnot. And, but you used to get that, you, yeah, you learn to write on pa- you know, pieces of paper. I mean, no one listening to this is going to have a fucking clue what a piece of paper is, let alone learning to write. Fucking dickheads. Um, and you'd get like, like yeah, you'd get lines halfway through. So you could do all your lowercase would go halfway up to the to the first line. And then obviously all your sticks and whatever you want to call them would go up to the top line. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, well, I, I, I don't know why I did that, but still, I think possibly because it was dark and I was writing sort of without looking at the page. Oh, fuck me, so, you've got no chance then. I haven't, no, this is going to be fun, because like I said, I, I wrote these about two weeks ago, it's lots of scribble, so anyway, um, well, so. Actually, my writing isn't that bad, which is just as well, because it's been a while since I've watched it, so. Yeah. I am yeah. actually going to be relying on these a lot more, but then I yes. can't remember the film because it, my brain capacity at the moment can't remember stuff that happened that long ago. I am listening to an audiobook at the moment, uh, and I can't remember what it's called, which is kind of the, <laughs> the, the point I'm going to make because they, they were, it's, uh, oh, that's it. I think it's something about basically slowing down and, and getting rid of... Um, hurry and rushing and whatever and the, the point that this guy makes is because um of the bombardment of did he finish the book or halfway through does the sentence just tail off and that was it, it, it oh, the bomb <laughs> the bombardment of smartphones and you know vying for your attention and the internet and all that kind of stuff that our attention span has gone below the attention span of a goldfish. Mm. Uh, I think we can process about eight seconds worth of attention before we start to drift. Um, I don't quite believe. I mean, well, no, for mature adults like ourselves, I don't quite believe it to be that that short. Yeah, but uh, I can I can see. I mean, with with kids and stuff, you know, because like basically kids growing up with technology and whatever. But anyway, I'm talking about bollocks. Um, well, your, your hamster's gonna have more more of an attention span than than the children of these days. Well, I've already said to my kids that he's my favourite child now, and <laughs> that he's my son, uh, in, and they're <laughs> they're his sisters. At Christmas, you've got <laughs> at Christmas. Buy don't. I'm not saying buy the hamster a giant present, 
just wrap a massive box up for the hamster so you, so it upsets your daughters because they think that you've treated him better than them. I might, um, again, just perhaps wind them up, uh, send them a card from the hamster and to my sisters. Do <laughs> 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 believe it or not, my mum used to do that from the dogs. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh, dear. So, anyway. Mm. All right, so Dog Soldiers. Woof. So it op- opens up with, uh, it's, it's set in Scotland, as you've mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, I didn't remember anything about this opening at all. No, me neither. It um, completely threw me. Which is quite, it's quite an, a, an interesting way of opening up the film because I thought it was just straight into the, you know, the sort of like the, the army stuff. Um, but no, you see a couple of campers, they're um, in a tent. Um, they're, he's got... A, or she gives him, I should say, a solid silver knife. It was a letter opener. Oh, is it a letter opener? Because we see him fishing and whatnot and uh, whinging about midges. Um, for American people, midges are like flies that only seem to live in Scotland that bite the fuck out of you. Oh, I, t- I don't know what it is at the moment. I don't know if it's the warm weather or because where we live, there's there's a bit of like you know greenery and woodland and various other bits and pieces. And because you've been walking around in shorts and my legs are just bit to fuck at really? the moment yeah i am i'm covered in bites and they're one of those where you can't help but scratch them and then you keep scratching and scratching and they are just my legs are weeping Ooh, at the moment lovely jubbly I, I know i can't remember the last time i was actually bit by an insect really wow but then i don't live in an idyllic hobbit world like you do <laughs> <laughs> um but yes sorry thank you for explaining what midges are to yeah. people but yeah yeah i think it's a letter opening because hasn't he didn't he just get has he not just had a book deal or something agreed? Oh, okay. I, I think that's what it was. Unless, unless I, that's something else I've watched since. I'm sure he had a book book deal agreed, so she's bought him a letter opener. Sorry, a typewriter would be more useful, or a word processor back in those days, or whatever. But, mm. uh, yeah, they uh, they start getting a bit jiggy in the tent, and he don't muck around, does he? Straight down for the fish finger sandwich. <laughs> That's right. And so he's undoing her zip on her jeans. Um, but what I quite liked was at the same time, the zip on the tent starts to undo yeah. at the same time. Um, and then you just see her being pulled. You don't see what is pulling her. And he's like holding on for dear life. And, and then he's just like, there's a massive blood splatter. Yeah. Um, but the, what I quite liked about it is that there's no sort of real screaming or hysterical screaming or anything like that it's just like a proper struggle isn't it you yeah, know it kind it's of a makes struggle it feel and an oh fuck i'm being ripped apart yeah like it feels quite real as yeah. opposed to you know like i said hysterical teenagers you know being murdered or whatever um and then yeah uh, and then i said the blood splatter and you get the howl of the wolf yeah full um, moon and a howl I like the fact that it's not hiding it. I mean, you know what it's about because it's called Dog Soldiers and you've probably seen a trailer. But I like the fact that it isn't like, ooh, what, what's the mystery monster going to be? It's like full moon, howling, the fact that the letter opener was solid silver. You know what you're in for straight away. Hmm. It doesn't cock yeah. around. Yeah. Um, and then it sort of shows two hours earlier and you've got a guy who's been chased by soldiers and dogs. Um, and then the... the um, he gets caught. Uh, so this is Kevin McKidd's um, character. What's his name again? Cooper. Cooper. Hmm. Uh, and he is being caught. And uh, the, the the sort of 
commanding officer. So this is um, Ryan, who's yeah. played by Liam Cunningham, who's well, he's just a bad guy. Isn't yeah, he? he's, he's, a, he's an arsehole. Because at first, because I mean, I couldn't remember this bit either, to be fair. So I thought, why is he being chased? And then you wrote, it's, oh, it's a training. Like The whole thing is obviously the, like he's trying to get into some kind of special forces. So It's like the SAS, I'd imagine, yeah. or something so like that. To, to do this, what they've basically done is held a really extravagant game of hide and seek. Mm. He's been he's been hiding for 22 hours and 48 minutes before they mm. get him top of the class. Yeah. Um, and so he gets caught, and the and Ryan orders him to shoot one of the dogs. Yeah. Um, and rightly so, he refuses to do so. Um, and so then Ryan takes it upon himself, saying, "You okay? You will. You, you can't follow these orders. You're not going to get into this special forces group." And he shoots the dog anyway. Yeah. Because um, he's a twat. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they have a bit of a fight, a bit of a and and but he's quite handy, Ryan. Even though he's the older man, he manages to sort of subdue um, Cooper. Um, and then you get four weeks later. So I mean, within the first sort of like five minutes of the film, you know, it's kind of bounced around a little bit with its timeline and everything. Um, and then again, you're in the highland highlands of Scotland now. Yeah. Um, and the helicopter's landing in the woods. Is it an airwolf helicopter? I don't know. It, if, looked, I don't... it looked quite airwolfy. Yeah, I don't know if it is an airwolfy one, but yeah, it does. Uh, um, so yeah, it, it sort of lands in the woods, and you get the troops disembarking from it, and it's so it's them against special forces is kind of how it's set up, isn't yeah. it? And and what I found about this, and because I, I didn't write down all the dialogue because there's quite a lot of it, and they're just yeah. they're, they're just talking they like quite naturally and taking the piss out of each other and talking about a football match that one of them wants to watch and he's missing out on, and um, they all seem to get on quite well with each other, like even though they're kind of taking the piss. Yeah, there's a good rapport between the characters straight away. Yeah, um, and then they're off to their objective, and you just get lots of sort of like you know shots of them, you know, walking towards it, and again talking shit with each other um and here this is what i mean this is what i liked about it it's very british because i mean geordies or scousers like there are people from other lands who are going to struggle with their accents and there's lots of british slang in there you know no baldy twat eskimo nadsack you know that kind of stuff it's i like it because it felt that's what why it feels real because you know, we don't all speak like the Queen, uh, like we do in a majority of films. We, we're not just Queen's English or just Cockneys. We have a wide variety of accents, and I like the fact that, that this highlights a few different ones. And yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, th- I think it's... Uh, I remember uh, reading at the time that when Train Spotting came out, that was had subtitles for our American <laughs> cousins, um, which, you know, so... Uh, it, it, I think it is, isn't, if you're not necessarily from these parts it could be quite difficult to keep up with it all couldn't it yeah yeah um because like you said they don't put on it i mean other than ryan who is quite a clipped british accent and I, I don't know if he's actually scottish in real life or he could be a geordie i don't know um liam cunningham i'm gonna have to find that out he could actually be irish fuck me <laughs> he could be from anywhere <laughs> well he could be yeah you mean could be could be latvian why but, do i say why do i always say latvia Oh, he's Irish. I think he was born in Dublin. So yeah, he's he's but because uh, he he puts on a Geordie accent in Game of Thrones, um, 
but yeah so then they're kind of all telling stories as well aren't they yeah. um and cooper's telling this story of uh, I, I wrote a story of a couple who died yeah um but i didn't write any more than that well it <laughs> so was it about a story about well he was saying that where they are he's like have you not heard people go missing ah! around here and it was yes. he tells about a couple that went missing like four weeks ago so he's obviously talking about you know the girlfriend and, and mr finger Yes, yes, that's right. And then somebody's watching them whilst they're kind of... Because they're at camp now, aren't they? And they're, they're, yeah. they're, somebody's watching them. They're watching them why they whistle. They're what, sorry? Because they're whistling. As they're, as they're marching, they're whistling. Ah, right, okay, yeah. And so, but you find out that this is actually Ryan who's watching them. Mm. Um, and then they sort of like talking about various other things. And then the Sarge, Sean Pertwee, starts telling the story about... Um, his time was it Iraq or Afghanistan? I think it was Iraq. I think it, it was Iraq. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, the campfire at night, isn't it? They're actually they're actually bunking down for a bit. Yes, and then he he started telling a story about this soldier that he was friends with who got blown up, and it, it's because it starts off as a bit of a piss take, but then you know he, he turns it into you know quite an effective horror story, really, doesn't he? Yeah, because it's he it, it asked one of them asked the question, doesn't it? Like, what scares you? One of them says castration. The, one who likes football says a penalty shootout, and then someone else says <laughs> spiders and women, and then spider women, and then yeah, it's about that sh- about that. Ah, um, oh, yeah, he gets a tattoo of the devil, doesn't he? And uh, uh, sort of yes. he sort of prayed to the devil to save his skin, and then he trod on a landmine, got blown to smithereens, and they while well, they were scooping him up in fucking you know dust pans or whatever. They found one perfect piece of skin that was the tattoo of the devil. Mm. So it turns out, in some ways, you could say he did save his skin. Mm. Yeah. Um, then- but what I, li- what I like about it is just like, you know, you think, like I said, it lulls you into this full sense of security yeah. almost. You know, you kind of puts you on edge a little bit because of the, the, the nature and the style of the, the story. And all of a sudden, this fucking dead animal just drops into <laughs> it the camp. Made me jump like fuck. <laughs> it's a good old jump scare. Yeah. Because um, what is it like a cow or a? Um, a what, I think uh, it, yeah, I think it's a cow. Because after that story, Spoon is Spoon the Geordie, or is he? I think he's the Geordie, isn't he? Spoon. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Spoon starts to tell a joke to relieve the tension of the Sarge's story. So. Yeah, you sort of, you're drawn in through this story. Then he starts to tell a joke, so you relax. And then just as he's halfway through the joke, the fucking cow just drops out of nowhere. And yeah, that, that got me good. That did. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Ryan again. He's uh, being watched now, and the way that you see through the eyes of the werewolf or whatever it is, is that it goes black and white, doesn't it? The, yeah. the, the actual shot does. Um, and then you shots of, of running. And then there's, again, there's a blood splatter. So something's happened to him. Um, and then they, they, they start to uh, track where the animal came from that was th- thrown <laughs> into the camp. I just like, like they, they had an exercise to do. And the next morning, they're suddenly cow detectives. Because <laughs> um, they find some org, they they become witches, don't they? They yeah. find some some organs, um, yeah. and they see a flare that, that's shot up into the sky. Yeah. Well, that's what they're working out the the angle and trajectory that the cow must have come from. Yeah, <laughs> cow maths. <laughs> um, and then so they fight. They come across the the camp of the other soldiers, um, and then 
there's a pretty good jump scare again of the of Ryan who you think he's dead but he's just been slashed across the chest. Yeah. Um and but he does tr- give a clue though, doesn't he? Yeah. He says Go on. There, there was o- there was only supposed to be one. Mm. Yes. Um and so they try the radio's knackered, they can't call it anybody in um because they've only got f- pretend or fake ammunition, haven't they? Or, or yeah. blanks, whatever. They, they haven't got any actually live ammunition, but they managed to get weapons. Yeah, the special um, ops did have live ammo. Yes. Um, so they they tackle up, don't they? They said it's no longer an exercise. We are now live. So they just like get everything that you can fucking carry. Yes, and you hear some howling, and they they sort of move out at this stage. Um, and so they kind of they've got one soldier who's at the back watching watching their backs effectively and um then he gets chased or attacked yeah i think it's uh, bruce isn't it bruce is kind of the lesser of the soldiers because you don't really get to hear much from him and he's called yeah. bruce other ones have got like nicknames but bruce yeah um but his gun doesn't work so he starts shitting himself and he's running um and again sort of like out of nowhere you just he runs and then all of a sudden he runs into a tree and he gets impaled. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, mean, I don't which, know, I don't know how quick. I mean, I'm assuming that can happen. I was thinking how quick, how how fast would I have to run into a broken branch for it to skewer me? It just proper gets through his chest, doesn't yeah, it? And right then and, and then he gets killed by the wolf. Yeah, you see, because you, you see a close up of his face and you see the you see a clawed hand in the reflection in his eyeball. Mm. I thought it was quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then um, the Sarge is attacked as well. Um, it's all <laughs> kicking off. The, the thing is, you know, I don't know how long we're into the film now. It's probably 20 minutes or so. If, if that, yeah. I mean, this this thing, this bit where he gets attacked in my head, because I remember this scene, I thought it was about three quarters of the way through the film. Yeah. But it's it's quite short, you know, quite quickly into the film. Mm. And then uh, he has his guts ripped out. Yeah, which sausages fall out. Which <laughs> is pretty <laughs> gross. Um, and and then Cooper just runs in and he just tries to pack them back into himself. Like he's, <laughs> like he's a broken teddy bear. But he saves uh, him because he shoots the wolf twice. Because you're never quite getting a full long... Rarely in this film do you get a full long shot of the wolf. And there's reasons for that. But it's actually shot pretty effectively where you see just enough. It's yeah, I was gonna say you, you kind of you see more of the wolf during the siege at the house, but yeah. this this point in time you see a lot of POV stuff uh, with black and white and people being chased and various other yeah. bits and pieces. Claws, glimpses, shadows, bits of bits and bobs. Yes, um, and then um, so th- like I said, they're just being chased now, um, and there's it's kind of a bit chaotic, isn't it? Because they're all running through the woods. Um, and then this Land Rover stops and the, the woman in it, uh, what's her name? Megan. Megan. Um, so they, they get in this, this Land Rover. Because the thing is, there's nothing around them for miles, really, is there? No, they're, they're so, proper arse end of nowhere. So where, you know, the, I suppose, lucky for them that this Land Rover just all of a sudden pops up. Um, and they get in it and the wolf attacks. Um, and then the the... So they're all in the back of this this Land Rover, and it's one of those. Where it's got like a canvas roof, or yeah. you know. Um, so the, the 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 claws come in and it starts, you know, clawing for them, and then somebody stabs the wolf's arm, which I thought was quite good. <laughs> yeah, 
because uh, it looks pretty horrible. Um, and then it ta- they, Megan takes them to this house, and yeah. she. What did you, did again? I don't remember any of this, but did you think she looks, you know, suspicious or? See, that was the weird thing. I always remembered. I always remembered her character. Just couldn't remember anything about the surrounding things. Mm. So yeah, when they get there, there's no one there. The stove's on. Um, Cooper taking charge because Sarge is a bit fucked. Uh, everyone nicks the stew and whatnot that's just bubbling, and uh, yeah, they make the point. Oh, it looks like pork, and I'm thinking that ain't fucking pork, son. <laughs> that is not pork. Well, it's weird because like everything's just been left, like yeah. as if somebody just got up and just. You know, yeah, just, they could they could have been. It's like someone could have a family could have been there one minute before they but they bar through the door. Yes. Um, so yeah, and then um, again, nice little jump jump scare because they 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 open up a cupboard and the dog jumps out at them. Yeah. Scares them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and like you said, they go into the house. They're being they're trying to treat Sarge at this point, um, and. Um, they're talking, they're, they're, you know, because she's a civvy, and they're talking very military, aren't they? So rather than saying "get us to the nearest town," it's like we've got to get to the nearest population center. Yes. So bring the car around. And yes. Uh, there's an unfortunate thing because the car's been fucked. It's it's been ripped apart, hasn't it? <laughs> like proper, like trashed. Um, and then they they start to be surrounded by wolves yeah we find it there's actually more than one of them yeah what we like we've got what 25 minutes into it now I, yeah i mean so this is the thing again for me i didn't realize how much of the film was actually them being held up in this house no i i, I paused it to see how long it'd gone i was like hang on what what's the rest of the film I was like, yeah what, what happens in the rest of it because we're like half an hour in now or so, and there's still an hour and a bit to go. What, what's happening? I couldn't mm. think. I don't know what I was filling, what in my mind, what I was filling with the front end of the film in, but I thought, yeah, I thought this was much further into it. Yeah. Um, but the, so the wolves start to break into the house, um, and this is quite funny because this is the thing about, the, like you said before, about I think maybe just the style of the director or, of, you know, these British horror films. There tends to be sometimes a little bit of humour attached to them. Yeah. There's definitely a little bit, a bit of humour attached to this film because the dog starts pulling on Sarge, Sarge's <laughs> intestines. <laughs> like I said, sausages. And if you've ever read the Beano, dogs love sausages. Yes. Um so and then you know there's um there's it's, again it's just a bit chaotic because they're yeah. being attacked and there's you know they're trying to you know survive and board up the house and but stop it, the it, wolves it, getting yeah. in and it ends in such a british way because when he's when he's uh, tugging at sarge's fucking intestines ryan's the big uh, not ryan oh it is ryan yeah sorry ryan there and he goes to shoot the dog again and uh, then big terry vomits on the top of ryan's head that's <laughs> <laughs> all what you see <laughs> And then it ends with, oh, I could, we could all do with a brew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, this, they're barricading the house up and um, she seems to know more about these than she's letting on. Yeah. Um, and the, um, the Ryan's kind of, he's just antagonising the situation, isn't he? Um, and he's all fucked up at this point. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's starting to 
get a bit better. You know, he's because he's, at one point he's on he's at death's door, isn't he? Yeah, and, and manic. Now he's starting to be his old miserable, angry self. He's that's where that's the way he's going, isn't it? Yes. So, but <laughs> this is quite a fun, infamous or sort of funny scene, I guess. So they they take the sarge upstairs, um, and the the the. the, the the soldiers are looking through the house for weapons, um, and one of them finds like a broadsword, yeah, um, and a frying pan and various other utensils. Um, but yeah, and just stuff like that. On like they're looking for different weapons to use, um, and then Cooper and Megan are, are upstairs working on Sarge while he's screaming his head off. Yeah, and this is his, the line where he says something, you know, sausages. <laughs> Um, and they because they're going to super glue his stomach together they've basically gone up there with super glue and whiskey yes super glue because that you know to to glue the flesh together and whiskey so he's pissed yes he he doesn't feel quite as much pain Um, so we get the history of super glue and (laughs) because the sergeant wanker is like are you right Sarge I'm absolute top bollocks (laughs) (laughs) Sausages, and he starts screaming, and then he asks Cooper to knock him out, and he, uh, yeah, at the second time of asking, knocks him out. Yeah, because he punches him, and he yeah. goes down for a second or two, and then he gets back up. He's like, "What do you call that a fucking punch?" And then he punches <laughs> him again. Um, and so then they're, she's explaining that they're werewolves, yeah, and that she's been studying them. And that's kind of where she comes in. At, yeah, she's a zoologist, isn't she? Yeah, obviously, Coop is totally, you know, in disbelief about all of this. Doesn't believe it at all. Cause it always puzzles me though, because I understand that you would be in disbelief and thinking werewolves, werewolves don't exist. That's ridiculous. But at the same time, you've just been attacked by lots of giant two-legged dog things. Mm. So I'd be like, do you know what? I, I, if you'd have told me two hours ago, I would have said you're mental. But I know what I've. I've, even if I believe twenty percent of what I've seen in the last twenty-five minutes, yeah, I'll go with werewolves. Yeah. Um, and again, so Ryan's be becoming more of a twat, but he's quite—he's becoming more sinister with it, and they yeah. suspect that actually he's turning into a wolf. Um, and then again, the the house gets attacked, the power gets cut, uh, the door handles moving—it's just generally intensifying. The, yeah. Um, and so then one of the soldiers is grabbed and he chops off the arm of a wolf. Um, would it grow back or not? Um, I don't know. It It never, never, never mentions it, does it? Because, well, they must heal because, I mean, they get shot so often when they turn back to people, they'd just be, they would have walked because they'd be full of fucking bullets at this point in time. Yeah. Um, but... Because you know werewolves, what kills them? It's like silver, silver, isn't it? Yeah, you know, pretty much. That, that's the 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 only thing that you know you, you see from movies that generally kills a wolf. I mean, like fire, it, that doesn't really kill them, I suppose. No. See, um, so but yeah, so then they're being attacked. Um, Sarge is attacked, being attacked, but he's unconscious, so he can't do anything to vent, you know, help himself. Yeah, so, you get the full wolf then as well, that you see a full wolf. So this is the thing, right? So, what do you think of the general design of the wolf? I think I like. I really like the designs. Yeah, I think because they. It's do... a bloke in a suit, isn't it? Yeah. that's the but thing. It looks. It doesn't 
if it doesn't look just like a man, it's not a man shaped man, if that makes sense. So they've got like big bodies, massive heads, but quite sort of spindly long arms. Like, is it Doug Jones? It could be Doug Jones sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. One of those spindly people. So they're, they're just slightly distorted shape. So it doesn't just look like a man in a, in a rubber mask. So I think, I think they look quite good. I mean, obviously motion with them fully suited was limited, which is why you don't see them very often. And there's probably only, what, two or three of them, maybe? Maybe full ones, maybe a couple of headpieces. So I think they use sparingly and they use pretty well. But I think as the design, I think, that yeah, they look all right. They actually look more like, yeah, they don't look like man dogs. They look like dog men, if that makes sense. Like mm. like man, big, giant, man-sized dogs with, with slight man limbs. Uh, I mean, I don't know why. Mate, but but I kind of got a bit of a raw head Rex <laughs> feeling as well from them. I'm probably totally off base with that. I don't but think they were quite as um, rubbery. They weren't as rubbery. Definitely not. The, yeah. the mouth and face wasn't as rubbery. But um, I think I think for the budget at the time, I'm, I think they did a pretty good job. Yes. All yeah. Considered. Um, and there's quite a nice line. I, I can't remember who says it, but one of them says something like, "Oh, dogs more like pussies." Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's Terry. Yes. Yeah. Does he get grabbed yes. at that point? Yeah, he gets yes. grabbed. Um, this is after we've you know we've had things like pan of water in the face, a pan to the noggin. I wrote shotgun yeah. grenades, all sorts of shenanigans. Cooper has a sword. That's where he chops the arm off. Yeah, so, yeah, good. Um, and then so um, Sarge he, he gets the squad to Co- gives the squad to Cooper. Yeah, because um, he says he's peachy, isn't he? So he knows he knows what's happening. Basically, um, he knows he's going to be. I'm going to be brown bread. But he thinks he feels fine. Oh, no, is that the, that point? I should have turned the page. I think so. I think it is, because I think he, he is he is kind of... He feels like he's dying at this point, or he's not capable of looking after the the, the group themselves. So, he, he, you know... And the thing is, with Cooper, that's... The, you know, he was obviously training for this special forces. He got kicked out of that, and so now he's with... I don't know, he classed them as grunts, or, you know, he's kind of been booted down... The ranks, hasn't he? I think. Yeah. Or he's, yeah he just but he's like... quite a. Ca- he's obviously a capable soldier. You know, he knows. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, what he's doing. Um. Yeah. So and then um. So yeah. I've lost my place. <laughs> what well, happens now? I don't know. Well, I've just put, I've just put Ryan says. For, oh, that. Sorry. Uh, Spoon wants to go and get Terry. Ryan yes. says forget about. I oh, know Cooper wants to get Terry. Ryan says forget about him. Things are looking bleak, and it's just gone midnight. Um, and I've got Cooper's wrapping up Megan. Megan shouts at Ryan. She's Cooper... pa- uh, he's patching her up, I think. Is uh, oh and, yeah, that'll be what I mean. Yeah. Um, and she's uh, talking about um, um, saying that they they won't basically la- last very long. Um, and and then the, the Ryan's you know again he's just he's he's just there he's just stick needling. You know, he's just a. Yeah. He always coming up with horror. You know, like oh, you won't last that long, and blah blah blah, and all this, that, and the other. So yeah, Megan shouting at Ryan, and then Cooper notices something like between the two of them, and it turns out that Megan knows Ryan, and I f- haven't elaborated on that, so that's a bit stupid of me. But, so um... yeah, she she knows him, and that she was assigned to his team, uh... and that it's. Um, not the first time that they've been there, is it? So you find out that the bit more of a backstory about the about Ryan um, actually 
knowing about the existence of these creatures and yeah. wanting to potentially weaponize them which is always the way isn't it it's yeah. like with aliens or any or anything it's like oh we know this creature it's deadly it kills things it's potentially uncontrollable but let's try and capture it anyway yeah. and study it you know yeah. what jurassic park ended up doing eventually although i always wanted jurassic park to have it so there was a tyrannosaurus rex running around with a giant cannon on its back but they never yeah. quite went that far but that would have been fun there there is a, a again a very very geordie i don't know why i've never heard anyone say it and coop because they're, they're assessing the situation like where they're at with weapons and whatnot and he says that you asked spoon what's the damage and he's like well, 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 Coops, I think we might have pissed on our chips. <laughs> and I'm just, yep, that just sounds like a drunken Geordie. Sorry, Geordies. Uh, so, yeah, yeah the, the ammo, ammo, the ammo situation is bleak. Mm. But, um, and Megan looks outside, the wolves are sort of circling again, and uh, they find out that there's a Land Rover in the barn. Um, yes. But it needs hot, hot wiring. And apparently, Joe can do that. Joe can do? Who's Joe? Joe Spoon. No, he's Joe not. Spoon. Joe can do it. No, Joe can do it because he's he's fucking quick. Yes. But they're going to use Spoon as a... Di- oh, no. Joe can do it because he knows a hot wire a car because he's a th- fucking roustabout when he was a kid. Uh, but Spoon is fast and loud, so they're going to use him as a decoy. Yes. <laughs> that takes some fucking nerve. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... So they do that, and it sort of... Works out all right, yeah. T- to begin with, um, until uh, one of them gets his head bitten off. That's Joe. Yeah, he's in the barn. He makes it there. He's hot wiring the thing, and then a wolf throws Terry's head at him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he smashes through wolf, and then that's right. There's there's the wolf, and he, he's like, the, he can hear the wolf breathing behind him. And he's like, you're in the fucking back, aren't you? And he just hit his. <laughs> It's, 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 I'm it's, gonna it's a bit... fucking have you. <laughs> it's a bit aliensy that kind of yeah, bit, isn't it? It's like definitely. yeah, but um, yeah, it, like you said, there, there are sort of responses. Oh, I'm gonna fucking have you, and then there's a bit of a um, uh, you know tussle, um, and so, well, basically, that plan is fucked, yeah, uh, completely, isn't it? So yeah, um, and then so uh, and Megan then starts to play the piano. Um, and all the soldiers are all quiet because it's you know it's all going downhill very yeah, quickly. They're, gra- lost... they're gradually losing them, aren't they? Like one at a time, they're just picking them off. Yes, um, and then this is the thing, see, because Sarge, considering how his guts ripped open, um, he seems okay now. And um, but they've got no ammunition, um, and they're talking to Ryan, and and he explains that the that they were trying to catch one, and, yeah. and like I said, for it to be a weapon. Yeah, special weapons division. And it turns out that, yeah, it was never a training exercise. Um, they brought the squad in basically as bait for the wolves because they were expendable. Yes. And it's mainly because uh, Ryan recognised Cooper. And Ryan still didn't fucking like Cooper, so he thought he'd drag whatever squad Cooper was in there to basically get eaten. Mm. Um, and, and then he starts to turn into a wolf. Yeah, which is quite good. I quite like the transformation as well. I mean, you, you don't see him... It's not like American Werewolf in London no. kind of transformation, but you know his teeth and eyes look a bit fucked. Um, and then yeah, he turns into a wolf, um, and <laughs> they just they just try and twat him with everything. 
<laughs> a camera, a burning log, sword, gun. Oh, God, that's it, isn't it? The, the flash on a camera seems to be one of their primary weapons at one point, isn't it? Yeah, it's like they're fucking gremlins and they don't like bright light. No, um, but he manages to escape. And, yeah, he just, just uh, legs it out of a window, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. Um, and this is kind of where they discover that the family that lived there in the house... That's where they are. That's... Yeah. They're, they're all, the wolves. They, they're the wolves. So, um, yeah, rather than finding safety, they've actually gone into the tiger's den or whatever. Like yeah, a Goldilocks which, situation. Yeah, which I quite liked. I quite like that little twist on it all. Um, and so, but no, Star, Sarge is like properly, you know, fine now because he's he's healed. Isn't yeah, he? when he said Peachy earlier was being sarcastic. At this point, though, he knows that um, he says he feels tip top, but that's the problem. Yes, and, and he's healed, so it's just a matter. He's got. He knows he's got a limited, a limited amount of time to um, to be helpful and useful before he before he turns. So hmm. Cooper doesn't want him to want to lose him, obviously, because Cooper and Sarge are pretty close. But the Sarge wants to, you know, wants to take care of himself and help them get out, and then you know, do himself in or whatever. Hmm. But their their plan is because. The, is it Megan tells them, or they, or they figure out in a, in air quotes that the wolves are in the barn at the moment, so they're going to blow the barn up because earlier on you saw like a big Cala gas canister, mm. so that's what they're going to do is uh, get some Cala gas into the barn and then blow the fuck out of it. Yes, and I thought that was quite a good performance between um, Pertwee and McKid. I thought they yeah. they played that quite well together. You know, when there was like you said talking about sacrificing himself and. Um, like you said, hot wire in the car with a propane tank, and and then so this is where you see um, Coop, and he's running away from the explosion, um, and it, like you said, to blow up the barn, blow up the nest, but it turns out like, when they get back, Megan apologises. Yeah. And, well, and Spoon said, can't get the matches to light, can he? And Sarge comes in with a fucking Molotov. Yes. Yeah. And then the first thing that happens, yeah, they get in, and Megan apologises to him. Yeah, uh, saying that there's no escape and turns out that she's a wolf as well, yep. which I didn't remember that at all. I don't know if you did. Say that again. I didn't remember. I didn't remember that at all. I always remembered that. That was the that was the thing. I mean, that was obviously the first time I saw it. That shocked me. Mm. But for some reason, I always remember that twist. Like like in the same way, I'll never watch The Sixth Sense and forget the twist. Yeah. So once it was in my head, that was it. She, yeah, there, there was no. No wolves in the barn. They realise that the family photo, that the yeah, the person who took the family photo was her. Yeah. But she says, you know, she 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 had come there to when well, she come there to actually do things, but then she obviously got turned, and now she has to live with it. Hmm. And then um, obviously they're not happy with her, and she says, "You might think all women are bitches. I'm the real thing." Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> it's that time of the month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wolfy wolf wolf wolf. Oh, but but Sar- Sarge, Sarge shoots, shoots her. her in the head. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so then Sarge and Coop are locked um, upstairs, uh, yep. aren't they? And then, what's his name? Spoon, is it? He's Yeah, Spoon's in the kitchen. Cooper's yeah. in a bathroom. Oh, no, no, Cooper's in a, in the, what the fuck, bedroom, maybe? It, they're sort of like in a bed, one's in a bedroom and one's in a toilet. Yeah. Or a bathroom. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarge is in the Kazi. I'm yeah. in Cooper. I'm in the Kazi. 
<laughs> and then <laughs> spoon starts. Spoon just decides to have a fucking fist fight with a wolf, <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing all right. And then at some point, he stabs it like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quick. He's loud. He's annoying. But if you wanted anyone to take care of anything, yeah, you'd, you'd send, you'd unleash the spoon because he's a lunatic. Yeah, um, and then, well, again, around this time, I, th- I think it's um, it's Co- uh, Coop. He sticks a, a, a like a tap in one of their heads as well, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, Sarge has got an improvised flamethrower, like deodorant or whatever. Oh and, yes, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We, we, I tried, we, we tried cutting one of my friends brother's hair like that once i remember saying we've yeah. all tried that i think you know yeah. using like a can of uh links or whatever yeah. and you know you get the or hair hairspray the hair in the comb you sort of pull the comb up and then you burn the hair and then kind of rub off all the burnt bits and you think that would be an adequate cut <laughs> yes it's it's not a it's a risky way to cut your hair isn't it yeah it, um it, it's risky in the same way that in commando like firing a bazooka at a van to see if anyone survives yeah mm. Um, Sergeant Coop, they start um, shooting through the ceiling to get to the kitchen, which is yeah. where um, Spoon was having a fight. And he's just still, he's just twatting a wolf with a pan. <laughs> <laughs> he's just unleashing, trying to fucking do this wolf in, but then he gets grabbed by another one. And his final line is, I hope I give you the shits. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's another line which I thought was quite amusing. I can't remember exactly who says it. I don't know if it's Coop and Sp- or... Um, uh, Sarge, but they say, Where's Spoon? And he's like, there is no spoon. Yeah, uh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, nice uh, little matrix nod there. I like that. Yeah, and so they're, they're in the basement, <laughs> and Sarge begins to turn. Um, and so he, he's like trying to light, he's by a, a cooker, isn't he? And he's trying to light yeah. the gas. Oh, that's, uh, that's right. So before they, sh- yeah, they, before they shoot them, they hide in a wardrobe, don't they? And then they. But the wardrobe's full of old skeletons. Oh, like, yes. Literally skeletons yeah. in the closet. But, uh, yeah, they shoot them through the floor so they fall into the kitchen, which is... Don't they do similar, something similar to that in the raid? Yes, they yeah. do. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... But, though... So Sarge does manage to blow it up um, with Coop in the, the sort of, like, you know, the cellar yeah, area. Yeah, the floor, isn't he? So he's a bit, a bit safer. Yeah, so he... Um, and it's... Because, um, like, Ryan turns up at this point as well, you know, but as a werewolf. Yeah, because um, the basement's full of bodies as well, isn't it? Like, meat hanging up everywhere. Yes, because... So he's the... So all of the other werewolves are dead because they've been blown up, except yeah. for Ryan, who turns up. Yeah, he's um, now your end-of-level boss. And he's having a bit of a scrap with Coop. And one of the things that i again, totally forgotten about, which is horrible, because he gets stabbed with a broadsword, doesn't he? Yeah. But obviously it doesn't affect him. But So he tries to stab... Coop in the face. Oh, but is it the the fucking sword scraping on the teeth? Oh God! <laughs> oh, put you on fucking edge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but I suppose that was the equivalent of um, oh fuck, what's it called? Um, is it zombie? With the with the bit of wood in the eye. Oh, the eye. Oh yeah. God, yeah, yeah. Similar. It must be a similar. It must have been used that as a kind of like a little nod to that one. But it's like we can't do the same thing. What we can we do? Just fucking put that, put those nails down a chalkboard. Fucking sounding while it scrapes his teeth. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, so but uh, Coop 
it, this is where they find all of the bits that they've, you know, like from the backpackers and all yeah. the other people that have been killed, um, which is where the silver letter opener comes in. Yeah, because Sam the dog doesn't, he, he jumps in and attacks Ryan that, that um, sort of, yeah, gets Ryan off Cooper for a while and then Cooper finds the silver letter opener. Yes. And then stabs him with it, which seems to make him very, very mortal all Vulnerable. of a sudden. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's like that must be, yeah, there's no glowing spot like a boss, but that's just like your your silver letter opener. That, that does him in, and then he blows his fucking head off. Yes, which is nice. Um, and that, so, like, he survives. So, Coop is the only survivor yeah, in all of Sam this. And Sam the dog. And Sam the dog. Um, and then it kind of, the way it ends is with, you get, like, the, the which is, again, was quite amusing, because they've obviously been taking loads of photographs, haven't they? Yeah, they take, yeah, they take photos of the film, don't they? So, you get the photo reel from the camera that Megan had. Mm-hmm. And that Sarge nicked because he gave, he gives that to gives that to Cooper, doesn't he? Yes. Gives, yeah. And you see that, and then during the credits credits, you see things like newspaper clippings of, of obviously people not really believing what happened, like a mm. shitty tabloid. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's it. I mean, it's it's a difficult one because there's quite a lot of stuff going on. Mm. Um. I suppose to get into in terms of the detail because it's just like you know a siege isn't it a, yeah. a, in loads so but um but anyway in terms of the film then so what are your thoughts um where do you rate it well i think like you said like, i think this, this this will be a short show because this film this film i mean th- there is there is like i mean was it 1 hour 45 and there's you know there's a few scenes where there's just stories happening or a bit of mournful thinking. Probably you know, probably 10 minutes of that in the film. But fuck me, the rest of it, don't half shift. Yeah. And um, because of that, I, mean, I, I was sat there thinking, like we said, before the siege bit, like, hang on, this is this, we should be like two, three quarters of the way through the film now, but we're only half an hour. What the fuck are they going to do with the next hour? And then the hour was over all of a sudden. And I was like... Crikey, yeah, that 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 went at a fair old pace, and yeah, I I I really enjoyed it. To be fair, yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought, you know, yeah, it's there's no fat in this film at all. You know, there's just there's enough characterization there. Um, the soldiers' banter and Englishness, I thought, were really good because you know, so many films, everyone always goes like back to say Predator or Aliens. Uh, you know, for a group of soldiers, you know, for a while this is like English Predator. Um, for, for about three minutes, but everyone always says like those two groups of soldiers are like they're the characters that people remember because they're a likable bunch. And I'd, I'll be honest, I'd forgotten because they're, they're not iconic. I'd forgotten the, most of the names of them in the, of the characters in this film. Mm. But the the characterization between them all, I thought, was excellently done. And I, I believed that they were a squad and they'd been places and done things and they had each other's backs and they were genuine friends. And even though there's not huge amounts of dialogue and there's quite a bit of you know action and panic and whatever i've, I've really really like the characters and how the, how they use utilized what they had time wise to get the most out of it i think mm. very lean i i think with i'm with you it's um like you said i like the the like the britishness of it all and the uh you know the action, um, the comedy elements to it, and it, it was good. It was, uh, it's, 
I didn't love it, love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say it's, you know, give it five out of five or anything no, 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 like no. that. No, it's but, not. It's not that. But it's, 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 you know, it's, it's way better than average, but it's not like brilliant. Yeah. No, I, it was one of those. I think I gave, I gave it three and a half out of five. Or I was wavering between that and four. Mm. Um, but it was, it's definitely enjoyable. And I think it's up there as one of the better, you know, uh, werewolfy type films yeah i mean there's no team um, wolf 2 obviously but <laughs> no um but we did have some twitter contributions we um, certainly did which is nice yeah. so do you want to take the first one? Oh yes so i can murder his name again did you ever find yes. out how to pronounce the surname I, I didn't but we do have the ability for people to send in their own uh, messages um if you go to the website 60mw.co.uk there is away i don't know if it's called speak pipe or if it's just a way for people to send in there you can do it on your phone i'm sure you can um but if he wanted to then he could send in a voice message and that would be nice we could play yeah. that on on the yeah. show couldn't we yeah i don't want to murder you, murder your name but I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just an idiot so i apologize frederick frederick it's the j that's doing me in frederick <laughs> Let's go with that. I'm hoping that's reasonable. Right, and he has said, I love this one. Uh, from the yeah. First time I tried to watch it, it was a pirated download, which I had to abort after 10 minutes. The slang and dialects used made me uncertain it was in English, and I could barely understand a word. Seen it lots on subtitled DVD since then. Mm. It is quite a dark film, isn't it? Um, it is actually, yeah. Because it's yeah. mostly set at night, if not all of it. I think it's yeah. pretty much, you know, set in uh, night time. So but it yeah, is... I, uh, I can see I can see the accents causing a bit of trouble. Yeah. And just the speed of which dialogue is, is said as well. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Gareth Cutcliffe. Um, and he says, remember watching this and enjoying it. Can't believe that was around 20 years ago. Random question time. What breed of Ooh. dog do you think would make the best soldier? Mm. Oh, I should have read this before, and I could have thought of something. Sure, well, you can um, come back to it if you if you want. Sausage we'll, dog. Oh, okay. Why? Why? Um, because you know, we selective breeding. Like we obviously we, like we make uh, English British bulldog type things, um, so they can barely breathe. And they're, they're rubbish dogs now. Um, <laughs> well, you make sausage dogs. You make them a little bit smaller and a little bit longer. You cover them up in lube. And then you get them to hunt anuses. Hmm. Okay. You could be the hardest soldier in the world, but if you've got if you've got like a herd of three hundred sausage dogs, lubed up sausage dogs running at you, and their sole purpose is to fucking ram themselves up your bottom and just chew. Mm. I don't I, want to be there. No, I would go for Jack Russells or so yappy little dogs because they can be vicious little fuckers. Those ones, you know, those ones that have got. Like big bulging eyes, but they're I not. I don't mean like not not fashion rats, not those. Little they're not. Fuckers. They're not pugs. They're not pugs, but they've not got chihuahua big, type things. Sort of, but they've got, they've got big bulging eyes, and yeah. they just like when they bare their teeth, they just the sort look. of dogs that those fucking trout pout, Ron Seal fucking skin, bimbo twat bag YouTube fuckwits carry around in handbags. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind them. You just fucking stand on them. 
because they're just they they don't look they're not nice looking dogs and also no. I agree with you Jack Russell vicious because Jack Russells were like ratters aren't they so they're actually all muscle so they're like these little angry like snarling little balls of fury yeah the little fucking chihuahuas <laughs> they're all they're all gob and they you know they a Jack Russell wouldn't want to be carried around in a handbag. Like any big dog wouldn't want to be carried around in a handbag. Any dog that gives it the beans, but it's all right being carried around in a handbag. He's fucking boot them. Mm. <laughs> uh, go on then, take the next one. Uh, we got uh, Shorty Boy, who says, excellent film. Oh, I might have to water that 4K Blu-ray. Mm. Um, and then our Lord Master, this is Dave. He says, in my top five werewolf movies, along with An American Werewolf in London, The Howling, Ginger Snaps and The Wolfman, I can not I can never hear the word sausages without thinking of Sean Pertwee. Um, also, he just points out that the, um, the 4K Blu-ray release is coming out on the 22nd of August. So there you go. Mm. I wonder if there's any correlation between the popular uh, wall sausages advert of the early 2000s or mid 2000s. Sausages. Yeah, but yeah. said by a dog. Yeah. There's sausages. probably not. I don't, yeah, there's, there's no correlation between that and dog soldiers of the film. That's a stupid thing mm. to say. Why did I suggest that? See, I thought that they were before then. But... Oh, were they? I th- I thought that I'm sure the wall sausage advert was you're before. Pro- you're probably right. That sort of uh, that seems like an 80s, 90s, early 90s thing. I think you might be right there. You know, it might be early 90s because I'm just thinking back to school. I'm sure people was because we had nothing else to do in those days because there's no internet. People used to you know, oh, did you see that wall sausages advert? Walls. <laughs> yeah, uh, here we go. 1993. Um, so yeah, I'm just I just typed into Google and 1993 <laughs> came up. Fair enough. So, <laughs> anyway um mm. right so we're back to my pick so we'd recommend dog soldiers then i would absolutely recommend dog soldiers it's not long it's quick and it's fun yes okie dokie cool right so i am going to leave the fate of my pick in your hands oh for god's sake well you've done this a couple of times now just pick a fucking film you unpicky person now go on then go, it's go, go, go. it's it's one of those Is it where years my yeah, years again. I'm going to go with years, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's been one of those where looking back at the things that we've done over yes. the last sort of like, I was going to say there's a lot of horror. There's a fair bit of horror, horror mm-hmm. stuff in, and I suppose, that, well, this obviously falls into that horror camp. So I think I'm going to move away from that. And also, I suppose, go back to the where this, this whole thing started three years ago or so was Biggles 2 to go back to those films that we haven't seen for ages and you know to deter I haven't seen this in 20 years I know long enough 20 years Christ I'm thinking like nearly 40 years or 35 years with some of them 40 Uh, what you want to watch the fucking Care Bear film 40 years well that's what you're going to decide so we can either go back to 1981, mm. or we can go back to 1990. Uh, well, you've obviously a preference. No, no, no. I'm I'm easy on. And the other thing as well is to watch something that's a little bit wacky, a little bit different. Um, be, you know, and and so not so serious that kind of thing. So yeah, either one of these fits the bill. But I, I'm not sure. And both of them are on YouTube as well. Um, so, you know, we, we can watch them on YouTube for free. Shall I say, if I say the the 
1981 film is one hour and 35 minutes. Right. And the 1990 film is one hour and 41 minutes. Um, Shall I give you some stars? Shall I give you a star? Right. I th- I th- okay, we'll go 1981 because I would have been two. So there's a, there is a fair chance that I've not seen this. Mind you, you've only been, what, four, five, five, uh, seven, uh, nine, yeah. seven, four, six, <laughs> six, four, three. What? One of those. I I would have been six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, all right then. Cool. Go on then. Well, right. we, I'll give you the, let's see if you can still guess it then. So here we go. Um, directed <laughs> by Hal Needham. That's oh, yeah. 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 My yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> to be fair, this has got quite a star studded cast. Um, so if I name some of these names then, um, Jackie Chan. Who? Uh, one. Peter Fonda. Oh, I, I don't know old Jackie Chan films very well. Okay, I've uh, seen quite a few of them, but uh, Police Force, what's it called? Police Squad. Welcome uh, to the Jungle. No, it's Welcome to the Jungle. Jungle Man. Uh, no. Help, uh, I fell out of a tree. Oh, uh, what's that one? Not Paperboy. Uh, Mr. Baker. Captain Pinball. There's one where he had a pipe fight with a pinball table. Not with a pinball table. There's a pinball table in it. No, no, no. no. Okay, Dean Meals Martin. Meals on Wheels. Meals, yeah. Dean Martin. Uh, uh, right. Sammy Davis Jr. Really? Yeah. Roger Moore. What? Jackie Chan? Farrah Fawcett. It's a uh, fucking Bond film, isn't it? Burt no. Reynolds. What? Oh, uh, Jesus. Um, uh, d- 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 Cannonball Run. Yes! Well done. Was Jackie Chan in the first one or was it the second one he was in? He's in, he's in the first one. I don't know if he was in the second one. But no, he's definitely in the first one. Ah. Uh so you threw you me then with your stupid Jackie Chan first thing. I'm sitting there talking about pinball table fights. Well, there you go. No, it's not a Jackie Chan film. Um, although well, I know that now. I know that fun. now, but you just use that as a ruse. Um, so, there we go. Uh, have Have you seen Cannonball Run before? I have seen the Cannonball Run before. Ah, well, there you go. I think I may have watched the Cannonball Run 2 last year for some reason. I think it was on television. One. Oh, well, there you are. It's but the original. So, I haven't seen this for bloody years. Yeah. Um, I don't even. I think I may have actually seen the sequel in at the cinema, possibly. Ooh, blimey. Um, with my mom. So yeah. But there you go. Um, cool. Right. Well, there you go. That was um, Dog Soldiers. Another one in the can. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to toss up how many of these shows we've done. We've got to be getting over thirty now. I think. Well, if we've done ten already this year. I mean, we're just about halfway. We're over halfway through the year, aren't we? So, yeah, I think we'll get to twenty. I reckon easily. Yeah, I mean, like I said, July, August. That's you know, that's that's all pina coladas and 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 uh, swimming pools and whatnot. And then uh, when the British autumn and winter comes in, and it's just like I can't be bothered to go outside because I don't want to drown. Then, mm. then we'll do more shows. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so that's it. So next time we'll be talking about Cannonball Run. But in the meantime, if you want to go to 60mw.co.uk, that's where you'll find the website and all of the other shows that we do and all of the news, reviews, everything else that's on the website. Uh, if you go to at 60mwpodcast and follow the show there, that's where you get all the updates, the giveaways, everything. Um, and... I'm at Dastardly Jabby. Where are you? I'm at Ape Mutterings. And we will see you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye.
Bye. Bye-bye. Oh! <laughs>